0: When you stay in your truth, you clear out the noise of people that don't align with you and pull in the ones that do. So your team is more powerful. Your clients will, will be more powerful because they're drawn to your kind of speaking, your kind of leading. So at the end of the day, when you're authentic, when you're being really in your purpose and truth, whether it be like you said, Musa, as a parent or you're leading a team, or you're starting out your a business for the first time. It is so powerful to be in that truth. People can feel that in the truth, as they say, sets you free into being
1: the leader that you truly are. The first and victory is to conquer self. Welcome to The Conquer Approach, a journey of self-mastery to cultivate our faith, mindset, wellness, and to allow our light to shine upon the world. Brought to you by me, your host, faithful believer, U.S. Navy submarine veteran and coach, Musa Mckell, let's conquer. Welcome back to The Conquer Approach. Today, I have a very good friend of mine back on The Conquer Approach. You might've seen her before. If you haven't, I'll have that episode linked in the notes as well. But my friend Jennifer Watson, the owner of Jennifer Watson Leadership, is a dynamic speaker and coach with a gift of intuitive and visionary coaching. She's an expert in wellness, Leadership development, identity and mental edge enhancement, high performance, post trauma growth, movement and change adaption, and soul aligned living mastery. Incorporating her expertise along with her athletic gifts as a former collegiate athlete and All American, she had the honor to share her message on TEDx Stage. NBC, Fox Radio, the Top Summit podcast with 20 years of experience in business leadership management and wellness advocacy. She inspires those to unleash their potential and performance in all areas of their life. (laughs) Her company, Jennifer Watson Leadership, supports ambitious leaders and entrepreneurs to step out of the chaos into creation, to live their legacy now. JWL does this through mind, body, soul, wellness activation. Her next level leadership traits amplification and high performance creation acceleration, which we'll talk about today. Thank you, Jennifer Watson, for coming back to The Conquer Approach.
0: It is so good to be here, Musa. I always love connecting with you and love your listeners. And I'm just here to provide value and just rock and roll with you today.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely, and you always do. You always bring your soul into everything you do, especially in the work. And it, it's so evident in the fruits that you bear. And when, when it comes to leadership, when it comes to coaching, and you know, a lot of has changed since the last time we talked, and some things haven't changed really when it comes to leadership and. How dire the need is for great leadership in this world and in every community, I feel like in this country, at least, just needs more leaders and more people to step into that role. So I'm just excited to talk to you about that. And, you know, that kind of jumps into like what what do we need in this day and age to be a powerful leader?
0: That's that's such a great question, Musa, and I believe there's so many different layers to being a great leader, but I will say this, at your core, each of us are different types of leaders, 100%, 100% for sure, but how you become a more exceptional leader, especially in this day and age where we're in technology, where things are changing rapidly every day, how do we keep up as leaders, how do we lead ourselves better, our clients better, our friends, our community, our movement better. And I will say this first and foremost, it always comes down and back to your truth. Okay. And what I mean by that is each of us has a truth within us that we want to give to the world as leaders. Whether that comes out and how we want to show up as a mom or dad or how we want to lead our team and create a movement, a message to a movement. What has happened over the last few years is again, technology has just thrown so much at us, we've kind of gotten lost in translation. And some of us have a tendency to hop on someone else's message <laughs> or someone else's movement or someone else's way of doing leadership. So we can go through a bunch of ways to optimize leadership, but at its core is going back. To you, what is your truth? What is your truth to impact that you want to give to the world, and how is that wrapped up in your core values, Musa? The way that we present our impact is not only our past history or story, our ups and downs, but what we believe are is good and true for ourselves and the world. That's our core values. So when you start at the basics i encourage all leaders no matter if you're you've been leading a business for a long time you're just getting started you're not knowing what you want to do Go back to what your core values are. What is your truth? What is it that you want to give to the world? And when you combine those two, you start then setting up how you want to show up as a leader. So that's the first step, I believe, in this era we live in. Go back to you, clear out the cu- clutter, clear out those top five core values and what truth message to movement you want to give to the world. And the rest that we can talk about today gets really, really easy.
1: I love that It's because I also see a lot of leadership content. There's so much things out there that teach you the tactics and and all these things of how to do and do and do, but it's not really dialing down on the values because at at the core, it's, it's how you're being as well. Not just what you do and what you say, but how you show up. And that I think is so rooted in what you just said and those values. And when you're clear on that, it's evident in how you show up. To yeah. everybody in your life, you know, and I and I love I think we talked about it last time where we're all leaders, you know, even if we don't think we are, and even if we're a follower in some areas, we're still leaders in other areas, like in our homes and our families, or you know, so in, in our workplaces. And when we're when we think we're not leading, we are leading as well. You know, and it's it, it's it's, a, a, and ahead, it's,
0: yeah. it's such a good point because when I talk about us leading our truths and our core values. Everyone, I don't care who you're leading, just like Musa said, people trust when you're in your truth because it comes off very vulnerable and very authentic. All my leaders out there, you can have the best systems in the world. By the way, systems are very important (laughs) in, in how you market yourself and brand yourself and all this stuff we talk about later when I work with leaders. But if you are not staying aligned and in integrity with whatever your truth is, your core values connected to your truth, your core values connected to your message, people, whether they're consciously or subconsciously sensing it, will sense it from you. You can talk to the cows come home about how great you are as a leader or what you want to give to the world. If you're not staying aligned with your truth, people will distrust that. It's this higher frequency they want from you. Truth is a high frequency. And that's why I go back to you. It's game-changing, everyone. You get back to you. I've had so many people just in the last couple weeks, Musa, say to me, like, you're so authentic, Jennifer. Your your truth just emanates from you. And I'm like, that's the best compliment you could give me because I'm so aligned with my mission, everyone. People can't help but want to either be drawn to it because I'm so authentic about it or not. Which, by the way, you guys, that's beautiful too. When you stay in your truth, you clear out the noise of people that don't align with you and pull in the ones that do. So your team is more powerful. Your clients will, will be more powerful because they're drawn to your kind of speaking, your kind of leading. So at the end of the day, when you're authentic, when you're being really... In your purpose and truth, whether it be like you said, Musa, as a parent or you're leading a team, or you're starting your business for the first time. It is so powerful to be in that truth. People can feel that and the truth, as they say, sets you free into being the leader that you truly are.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. So what's some of the, the core values that are effective in leadership or when it comes to being an impactful leader?
0: Yeah. You know, there's, I know, you know, I get asked that I'm going to be honest and listeners, I want you to really hear this. I think that shifts a little bit depending on the season you're in. Okay. So, and I mean, it doesn't mean that your core values are not important, but the foundations of leadership are different on what you fan, depending on what level of leadership you're working on. Okay. I will say this, I'm going to throw it back to you, Musa. I believe Even before the basic foundation of leadership, which we can go into, I believe that your unique leadership needs to be your five, yours, Musa, anybody listening, your top five core values, and then the next level of leadership we'll just talk about. I will give myself an example. Okay. Each of us have different core values. Okay. Core values, even as a leader, core values as a person, I'll name mine. My top five are spirituality, my connection with the creator, God, love, Okay, connection. What I mean is connection with my family, friends. That's very, very important to me. Integrity, that I align myself, my actions, my thoughts, my words, my deeds with what's important to me and my visions and goals. And I set an example accordingly to the people that I surround myself with. And finally, truth, Okay, I'm a big believer in which we'll probably go in today as one of the other things that leaders need to be a part of is speaking your truth in a powerful way that's kind, that's safe, that gives people the opportunity to learn from you and that you can learn from them. Okay, those are my top five core, everyone. I believe that's where you need to start as the unique leader you are. And then we can talk about some of those other traits that are really needed in leadership. But it does start. With your unique style, which is definitely correlated and connected to your top five—not twenty guys, top five core values.
1: <laughs> no, I love that, and uh, I think that goes into to speaking the truth for you because now you're operating from a place where you're yeah. you're clear on your the values are important, and you're not shifting that and molding that or conforming that to other people's viewpoints or. Viewpoints that aren't as important, like integrity and love and spirituality, like the things that really root us as human beings to have a healthy life and to be a strong leader is when people, I believe when people see that in you, when they see you being and having integrity, that inspires them to be a follower and have integrity as well. Even if it's, even if it shows up as like, you're just admitting a mistake and you own it as a leader. That empowers everyone else to own their mistakes.
0: Yes. When you lead by your core values, everyone, you not only draw on your tribe, your clients, your team in a powerful, aligned way that's aligned with you, but what actually Musa just said... You actually become contagious, whether it be conscious or subconscious, by everyone around you. You don't even have to try so hard as a leader. And that is powerful, everyone. Remember, actions (laughs) speak louder than words. Some other traits that we're going to go into probably in just a minute here are going to help you move this more. But starting with your core values, your truth, and letting the people around you feel the contagion of that. And they're gonna align with that and it's consciously and subconsciously gonna shift them into their integrity and their power. You're gonna see productivity skyrocket, performance skyrocket in your team, in your family, whoever you get to be in connection with. You don't have to try so hard. And that's the beauty of it.
1: <laughs> well, that's great. Cause because you do talk about your high-level leadership traits. And I think they're they're based off principles. So they're not just your traits, but they're I love the way you package it and communicate it because they're based off principles. They're, they're real and they're effective. Can you go ahead and talk about a little bit about the high level traits that yeah. you've, uh, you've learned and share?
0: Yes. And it's something I teach. If any of you want, we probably won't have time to go through what I call the top 12, Next level leadership traits, everyone, is something I teach in my program that take you to so many different levels, whether you're, again, moving into a space in your growth, in your team, or your family, or you just want to show up more powerfully for just leading yourself, they're next level. But I can give you three that I believe, Musa, are probably the top Three dominoes, and I, in this era, everyone—and I mean, there's core foundational leadership traits—and these are the next level. What I mean by next level, that you can accelerate your leadership for your movement and whatever that is, at a more powerful rate. Okay, the first one, next level leadership trait. The first one is a hundred percent honest with yourself, and a hundred percent honest and truthful with your people. I want you guys to sit with that. You think, oh, of course, sugar. Yeah, I actually did a 30-day detox where I couldn't like withhold truth or try to be nice about something, but be 100% honest and truthful. If someone asked me something on my team and I had to be 100% honest back, or let's say something did or did not go well in you know, a course I launched, I had to be 100% honest with myself and Take the good, the bad, and what could I learn from that? Because these are just examples, but I want you, all of you, I challenge all of you to take this first trait. Do it even for a day. Be 100% honest with yourself. I mean, we all know what that means. No matter if it's a personal, professional reaction, what happened? What can you own that you could have done differently? What did you own that you did powerfully? And 100% be truthful with the people in your world, whether it be a teammate saying, how do you think I did on that presentation? Maybe that needed some help. Maybe it's a client you're trying to navigate through a tough conversation. Maybe it's a a colleague of yours that's asking for, for help and you're unsure of how you should navigate the conversation. Everyone, you will find when you take that deep breath, And you're 100% honest with yourself, how you're showing up every day, shift and learn from that. And you're 100% honest with every conversation, truthful with every conversation you have that day, you get more congruent in yourself as a leader. Because when you don't do those two things, you guys, I'm combining these two for the first next level leadership trait. Okay. 100% honest with yourself, 100% truthful with others. When you're not doing that, guess what you're doing? opposite of that you are betraying your mission you're betraying yourself right think about that when you're trying to say something to be nice or you're trying to butter yourself up because you want to deal with the fact that you did maybe something not great okay when we do that we betray ourselves we becoming the best leaders we can be to stay congruent with what our mission and core values are does that make sense to everyone does that feel supportive Think about how hard that is. But when you start feeling that and doing that every day, 100% honest and 100% truthful with others, you will get more and more anchored to your true north. Your mission, your vision as a leader, it's so, so super important. That's number one, Musa.
1: That's Um, a huge one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I
1: I just think about like how many times we say things just to be nice or just not to you know, hurt someone's feelings or we just say yes to things out of default because we want to people please or whatever the case is. So that's a huge one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the first one, you guys, we got, we got two more here. I'm telling you just these three alone in some of these, we go deeper into in my program, but just being aware of this and trying every day is going to be game changing as a leader. Okay. Number two, next level leadership trait. Number two, everyone, knowing how to emotionally manage and or regulate your emotions throughout a day. The good, the bad, the ugly, especially the hard ones, right? How many of us leaders can say, even as leaders, we get derailed because maybe we get a bad email or a conversation doesn't go well and our emotions start getting oh angry or upset or anxiety about it and it stalls us from productivity and then it affects our communication going into our next meeting. Don't you think it's going to affect how our team responds to us, whether they're productive? learning how to manage your emotions, being aware of your emotions, especially the ones you find stall you as a leader and what you want to do that day and how you want to show up as a leader and help the rest of your team be productive. Don't you think when you can kind of regulate and move that out, you can become more productive? that your team will see that you're showing it powerful so they can become more powerful. What do we talk about being contagious? They can learn to regulate their emotions more powerfully. Again, you guys, in my courses, we teach you tools to start regulating it more quickly, but just being aware of a yucky feeling, going on a walk, doing some breath work, moving the emotion through will allow you not to stall your day as a leader in what you want to lead in and or affect your team, everyone, right? If we don't learn how to do that, we throw up that energy, that emotion, whether we realize it or not, and whether they get it subconsciously or consciously, your client, your team, it affects their productivity, their ability to take on your message to movement, the client to respond to you if you're showing up. How many of us have been around people that you can just tell they're off, right? Like they're not having a good day, right? You guys, you've all done it. You guys, I'm giving you some great next level leadership traits. These are things that are missed all the time, okay? First one, 100% honest with yourself, 100% truthful with others. Number two, next level leadership, learning how to regulate your emotions just by being aware of it, everybody, without navigating the tools today that I know we're not necessarily going to have time for, but understanding that and doing something like a walk or breath work. A lot of us have done stuff like that to move it and calm it down a little bit. So we can go on to the next meeting, be powerful with our team. It's game-changing in productivity and ultimately profit. Don't you think profit will improve if your team and yourself are more productive and more high-performance when you can kind of get that shizzy through? hundred percent, (laughs) right? So, and the third, final, next level leadership, everyone. So we've gone through two. The third level of the 12 that I teach is learning how to communicate to express in your unique speaking style, communication style? How many of us know that my communication style is going to be different than the rest of my team? How many of us communicate differently than our parents or our siblings? You guys, I'm an identical twin, 99.9% genetic blueprint as someone else. We could be completely polar opposite in how we communicate. Think about that and we're we're family, okay? We had to learn how to express our unique communication style and you guys caveat and learn how to listen and receive someone else's. How many times in on our team you guys as leaders do we again get stalled in productivity, performance that day when two team members aren't communicating well or navigating a tough conversation we're not getting anywhere, right? How many of you have been on hours of like a conference call, team call to go in, and nothing gets said that really is effective, right? That's poor communication, everyone. Just FYI, I go into teams sometimes and teach them how to be like 20 minute on spot conference call and actually get things done because I teach them how to express their unique communication style in a powerful way and receive other people's communication style. So there can be safety in an area where everybody can communicate and contribute their point and move forward. So that is the third component. Again, everyone, I teach a lot of this in my program, how to learn what your unique communication style is and then how to understand and respond to someone that may, may respond and communicate in a different way. But no matter what, just pausing and going, okay, what feels good to me? What feels good to me as far as communication? practice you guys practice speaking a certain way maybe you're more of an email person than a talker on the phone versus zoom play with this if you don't know your communication style you don't even have to take my course just learn to play with that and as far as understanding someone else's communication style that does take practice i teach tools to do it more effectively but just getting on the mat listening to people Asking them, how can I support you? We're not communicating great. Like just being in the receiving mode, getting on the mat will start you understanding how people communicate in a different way, not having to be right, not having to communicate your point only. It's so important, you guys, as leaders, especially where we're at in society, where we're getting constant communication, right? All of us, emails, social media all day. We have to learn to filter through the noise, express our communication, and know how to filter through and understand your communication, Musa. Mm -hmm. Do you not think that if I communicate more powerfully in my space, and you learn your powerful communication, Musa, and we learn to create safety and allowing to hear each other in that space, that you're going to be more wanting to buy in to what I want to do for a message to movement. Do you think you're going to be more excited to contribute because you're communicating and I'm responding? Do you think you're going to be more productive? Do you think, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Guys, I really want you to give this. this is three of the 12 next level leadership traits. Leadership has so much of their foundational parts, but these three, you guys, this is the three that I work on the most because I have found have been the big dominoes and game changing for helping leaders that are struggling a little bit with taking their message to move it to make profit, to make impact more powerfully. Number one, 100% be honest with yourself and truthful with others every day. And if you're not, renegotiate the next day, give yourself compassion, readjust, and try again. Number two, right? We want to learn to manage our emotion, regulate it just by practicing and moving through a space of that breathing or walking outside is, is a start. You guys, it helps others to do the same and three, right? We're really moving the space of expressing our communication and understanding how to express others, communication, emotional regulation, and understanding hundred percent you'd be truth with yourself and others. You guys, those three, by looking at that, being aware of it every day in doing the tools we just mentioned to kind of shift it and then move it into the next day. If something didn't go quite right, hey you guys we're all learning will be game-changing for all the other leadership traits that we teach in our course, but all the other ones that we need as leaders, including integrity, including taking the step forward so others can do courageously the same, learning to be able to be empathetic and be humble, learning from your team. All these other ones, you guys, that I go through too, that a lot of us know are part of being a good leader. But these three, everyone, You need to take off the saran wrap and become more powerful in these traits because when you are a better communicator, when you are better at emotionally regulation, when you are better at understanding your honesty to self and being truthful with others, I'm telling you, everyone, the other traits become easy to do. Being in integrity, one of my core values, become easy to do. And if you guys want more of these tools, you know, just reach out to me because there's a lot of tools to make this more happen more effectively with these top three to get you in more alignment with that. But being aware of them is always a start, right? Because your brain starts bringing opportunities to learn to do something different. Start with those three of my 12, everyone. And I, I'm excited to hear how it goes. And I guarantee by the end of a week, when you do this, oh my gosh, the first time I did 100% truthful with other people, 100% honest with myself for a week, I'm like, oh my God. It changed me as a leader. You guys, these That's are great. next level traits. and When you get that, in the state that we are in, you want to take your message to movement, your impact and your profit to the next level without even trying. You'll become unstoppable.
1: <laughs> no, I love those. And they're they're connected in a way because the better at the better emotional regulation you have, the better communication you can have because you can communicate your emotions and you're not just reacting based off how you feel in that moment. And yeah. the better way you can communicate to yourself yeah. and others symbolize that your truth to them. You know, yeah. you're you're communicating your truth, your true feelings, you know, yeah. your true perspectives. And they they tie in so strongly. I kind of want to go into the communication one a little bit yeah. deeper because yeah. it's so powerful. And and in this day and age, I'm I'm seeing and I even participate a lot of just like the email, the texting, the not face-to-face contact. Yeah. I want I want your perspective on this on like how effective is it? To shoot an email versus getting into somebody's not into somebody's face, like getting in their face, but having face-to-face contact and and rekindling those in-person meetings, those those not only Zoom world or conference or phone call lifestyle anymore, but re-engaging physically with another human being.
0: I think Musa, you just hit such a powerful topic. I've been doing more on communication and speaking. On teams and with leaders. And this is why I say that's one of the big ones. So we're gonna go into that. But Musa, what you just said, the three we just mentioned, Musa's brilliant. If you guys haven't realized, they all feed off each other. So often when you work on one, it starts helping the other. So remember all these traits. That's what makes it so fun, is they all cross-contaminate in a powerful way. So I love that you said that, Musa. Communication, oh, it is such, it is one of my most fun topics as a speaker. I've always loved communication, the psychology around communication, but more and more leaders are realizing the need for direct communication, the need for contact, and also wondering, so what you just said, what type of communication is needed at what time period and what environment? We're a little overwhelmed with that because we we have so many different now ways of communicating, right? So I'm going to say this, (laughs) everyone take a deep breath. OK, go back to always your core values when you decide how you want to communicate with someone. OK, first and foremost, all of us, all of us need a lot more connection than ever before. Musa, us leaders, the people on your team are craving it, especially after the last two or three years. So I'm going to encourage all of you leaders, whether 100% of maybe your team is virtual, virtual schedule, uh, you know, some type of retreat together, or at least like a time where you can actually really be around each other at least once or twice a year. With maybe those of you that do mostly clients and Zoom calls, also maybe a one-day, half-day immersion retreat, or encourage them to get together if some of them live in the same area, right? I do believe we do need that. By the way, everyone, I do a lot of virtual stuff. I get it. But it is a balance, right? It's a harmony of knowing that, yes, we're in this virtual world, but we 100%, Musa, do need that connection. So no matter what team you're leading, everybody, a new business, an older business, you do mostly virtual or mostly in-person, we do need that connection intermittently. And if all can't make it, try to find groups where they can. Encourage your team to find ways to connect and practice communication, everyone. It's going to be different than when you Zoom chat, than when you email. It's important to be... connection, number one. And that is going to be very, I will say, leader business dependent. But no matter what it needs to be prior, that you have some type of physical connection, Musa. Okay. As far as communication of, and I get this a lot, uh, Musa, of emails versus Zoom calls versus picking up the phone because you need to maybe navigate a tough conversation with a team member. Okay. I will say this. There's many different tiers of communication, Musa, where you want to make sure that you're able to express your truth in the topic at hand and make sure that person feels supported in receiving it and gets an opportunity to respond. Okay? Now, with that being said, everybody, I know everybody hates this phrase, but it's also a lot of times event dependent. And what I mean is, if it's just Musa, I need you to do this last minute thing for me That it's an autopilot thing for you, Musa, and you already know how to do it. Maybe I forgot to tell you about it. That may be more an email communication, right? If it's more navigating a tough conversation that you're actually afraid of navigating with someone because you're... Unsure of the response of the person. If that's true, everyone, if you're feeling that as a leader or by the way, the reciprocator, you're feeling you want to go to your leader and you want to navigate something that feels hard. If it feels hard, then you need get on the phone okay, or in person. That means there's a problem going on. There's something that you need to navigate. Again, this is whether a leader has a problem with someone on the team or two team members aren't doing well. Doing an email first is not a good place to go, everybody. Okay, I've been doing this long enough. If there is a problem, we need to take a deep breath. And find out a way to get on the phone or get in person to communicate that. I actually work, Musa, with a lot of people on this, that when they're afraid of, I don't know how to communicate it, I'm afraid it's not going to go well, or I'm not going to speak the way I want to speak. Because I'm afraid of how to speak or I don't know how to articulate my truth. And I'm not sure how I'm to respond if they don't take it well. I teach people how to do that. But I will say this, Musa, just by taking a deep breath saying, I'm going to get on the call on the phone or in person, it respects you. So you get an opportunity to respond and see how they respond just by practicing on the mat that gives them respect. Okay. Just shooting him a voice DM or like trying to avoid the situation. Sometimes it will be read wrong. Whereas when you're in a direct conversation, when there's a problem at hand, it gives you the opportunity to go, is this what you meant? Is this right? Because we put a lot of assumptions in voice DMs and emails. So that was a lot said, Musa, but I will say this, one, all of us need connection on a team, no matter how much you're in virtual or not. This needs to be incorporated in your team. Connect with me if you want to learn a little bit more how much that needs to be incorporated. Number two, emails, Zoom calls, you know, getting on the phone, what is most appropriate. I will say the two big barriers, if you find something that's not going to be comfortable for you, that you feel scared to talk about, it's a call or it's an in-person and then i can, we can teach you how to communicate that more powerfully now no matter what getting on the mat and doing that to learn how to respond to someone's communication, how you communicate, how to do it better. You need to get on the call, get the voice or see them in person. The rest can be more emails and how we articulate emails can be different too, depending on the different tiers there. But that's the separation I would make on a voice or in person versus like an email or a voice DM is if it's a conversation that you feel is going to be difficult, you need to get on the phone. You need to definitely get on the phone. As far as team meetings, that depends too on you know how detailed it is. You know, some people get ADD when it's on Zoom. Like that's a whole other level of a conversation. But at least that is big that I'm seeing with leaders. I can't tell me leaders are avoiding tough conversations. with Leaders, mm-hmm. and then it's self-imploding where either people leave and walk away because they're upset now or things don't get resolved. So this is a very, very needed conversation move so that you just mentioned about communication. And that was a long answer to what you just asked, but that's what I would say about both of those is we need to get in person and definitely be in person on the phone. If you're navigating a tough conversation, we teach you how to do that in our program. So both of you win.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because I feel like as the, we get younger generations into like the workforce and stuff like that, we're it's easier to email hard things, right? Yeah. It's, it's easier to just send a text versus picking up the phone. That's a harder thing to do, right? It's a it's a tougher conversation. There's more energy involved when you're face-to-face with somebody expressing yourself. But most communication is body language and tone and lang- and, and voice inflection and, and those things. So it's important when you're having these important conversations to do them in person or over the phone. That's what I'm learning. And the, yeah. the most ineffective conversations I've had were... Text (laughs) or emails.
0: Yes, and honestly, I teach a lot of this, like it was going to be a tough conversation where you start. With a conversation on the phone or in person, and then you follow up with an email, like there's ways of doing it. But what you just said is true. That's exactly why it's true. Because as you're getting on the mat, it's 80% of communication is nonverbal. Hearing a voice, if you're on the phone, responding to someone, that's practicing. Even without taking my communication course, practicing like how you respond. When you can tell someone's not responding well to you. I'm here to tell you, Musa. I've seen literally leaders who hire people then all of a sudden they get a bad email from an employee saying, I quit because you weren't going to give me a pay raise. And the leader's like, well, you didn't even ask me for a pay raise. Why why didn't you connect with me? Why didn't you call me? Because people are so afraid of conversation. You guys, this is new in our era. I'm not just talking millennials. I'm talking all eras right now because of what happened the last few years, that we're Mm -hmm. afraid to speak our truth because we think there's going to be a backlash to what we're doing is we're not communicating our needs, whether it be in a you know workshop or in a conference call with the team or the problem we're having with a leader. So we boil it up, boil it up, and all of a sudden we lash out with an email. You guys and say, I quit because you're not paying me, you're not listening to me. And then the leader's going, what are you talking about? We haven't even talked, right? Mm-hmm. This is what I'm saying, you guys. So what we do is we decide not to share our truth, but then we lash out at people and walk away. And then everybody's like going, what's going on? This is why... Taking a deep breath, learning how to navigate tough conversations on the phone or in person is so powerful. It allows you to go back to our first point, next level leadership trait, to take a deep breath, learn how to speak your truth, no matter how it's taken from the other side, good or bad. The person learning how to respond, creating a safe space and speak their truth. This takes practice. This takes templates to learn how to read someone's communication. But I'm telling you guys, everyone wins. I have literally seen teams take off most of by practicing some of the tools I teach them in navigating tough conversations in person or on the phone. It completely obliterates the problem. Everybody is thinking now on the same page. You're appreciating each other's communication. And now all of a sudden you're back to being productive, doing the thing that you need to do for the movement not avoiding things that end up self imploding. So the power of self expression, all of us want to express ourselves, And we have to learn to do that no matter what the outcome is. I have expressed myself well, Musa, many times where I'm like that. I felt I did that in a powerful, safe, respectful way. And it still wasn't taken well. But at least I didn't. It got me more confident. And then I got more in the mat and then it did get taken well. Remember, just because you speak your truth in a powerful way and learn to communicate well doesn't mean everybody's always gonna take it well because they're on their own journey of learning how to communicate, right? So taking ownership, especially as a leader, especially as a leader, everybody, especially as a leader, to step in and create a safe space. I've learned to do this, and let me tell you, Musa i have found conversations i thought would be hard and i'd lose a employee or and I know navigate it with vulnerability and my truth and listening to them and receiving and it wasn't even that it went their way or not it was about we were creating powerful conversation and no matter what we want at the end no matter who was talking or who wanted what. It's that we created a space for conversation. So communicative expression is something I teach for next level leadership traits. And it needs to be addressed because the more we avoid, the more we avoid, the more it's going to self-implode on our business, on our impact, and ultimately on our life, you guys. The power of communication speaking is real. Learn how to do that get on the mat. If you don't have time to necessarily listen to all my next level leadership trait tools, at least get on the mat and be willing to learn. And then from there, the rest is magic.
1: (laughs) No, absolutely. And I I love that. And and that is, I think the core of so many issues in relationships and businesses and leadership in general is communication. And that is so rooted in our emotional regulation. If we can't or don't have the skills to regulate our emotions or understand our emotions, how can we communicate that? And how can we be honest about how we feel and what we're experiencing? If we don't know how to regulate it, if we don't understand it, if we don't have that awareness. So these three traits that you mentioned are just so foundational. They're so important. And I know if anybody focuses on those three things in any relationship, any business, any leadership role or follower role, you're going to improve your communication because yeah. it's a focus now. You're not just yeah. reacting based and guys, on emotions.
0: And what's so interesting, Musa had me on before. And this, these three traits actually, I talk a lot about mental emotional wellness for everyone, and especially leaders. They need to be mentally emotionally well. And these three traits, you guys circle back around to when I was talking about mental wellness with Musa. You know, my own story, Musa knows, is I had suffered from severe depression even when i was quote really famous and in, in becoming an all-american track and getting my own business and i was so in suffering and pain behind closed doors and when i learned how to mentally emotionally regulate my pain and speak my truth communicate to the people around me you guys forget business i mean personal life that i my pain and i needed help it began my healing you guys My leadership in my business took off and I hadn't even had to do anything else. So remember these traits, you guys. It's not just about leading your team. If there's something that you're struggling with that's in your personal life that's causing this mental, emotional regulation, you're not being honest with yourself. You're not being truthful with others. You're not learning how to regulate it well, and you're definitely not learning how to communicate it. You guys, that's going to create huge suffering. And you guys, more importantly than any leadership role I want for you, I want you to live a life that's joyful and peaceful because that will exude out of you as a leader. And that's contagious, everyone. So these traits can truly be used in your personal life and your professional life. I kid you not, if you just take these three this week, you guys, you will see more money this week. You will see more joy this week. You'll see your team getting along in ways that you haven't gotten along before because how you're showing up in these three traits, I'm telling you, I've done the research, get on the mat with these things, do this hard and literally, you will become the next level thought leader. By expressing your communication, by expressing and managing your emotion, by being honest and truthful with yourself and others in your personal professional life. If you just work on those three things, I'm giving you the other nine, that will start the movement forward to what you want to create for the world, you guys. We need you to show up as the next next level leader. We, We can't have you here right now. We need to have you great. Our world is changing, our world is hurting. We need your leadership. We need it here, not here, everyone. And it starts with these conversations we're talking about. Do the hard ahead of time. So when hard comes in your business or out in the world again, you've already done the hard with these three things. And you're like, I got this. Our company, our team's got it. We're ready to rise. The ones that rise during hard times internally in their business or externally when crap hits the fan, aka 2020 are leaders that have done these things, everyone. I've, I've interviewed them. I've, I've seen it in my own life. This is where it starts, everyone. And go back to your truth. Go back to your purpose. Go back to your core value. And by the way, if you don't know those yet, everyone, what we talked about, what are your five core values? That's okay. Play with them. Google core values online. There's like thousands of them. <laughs> but you need to know that. What are your core values? What message? What purpose do you want to bring to the world? Explore that. And then that's when this leadership part takes off with these three next level leadership traits. You become the master. You become the Jedi master. You become the yogi master of your own freaking life. Our life is short, everyone. I believe in afterlife. But for those of you that like just our life is still short on this earth, even if we live a long time, this matters. No matter what level of leadership you're in, in your business, or just wanting to lead as a, as a good mom, as a good dad, as a good spouse, as a good partner, it doesn't matter. How you do one thing is how you do everything, everyone. Go to the next level. Try these this week. It will change your life, change your life, change your life.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. And thank you so much. I mean, the work you do. Can you just share some of the things for people and leaders who want to invest more, who want to learn more, who are willing to be on the mat and, and go deep into these skills? Because it's, it's great to have the awareness and knowledge of it. But until we build the habits on those traits... And in these areas in our life, nothing is really going to change, but it does begin with awareness, but it begins it also continues with action. So what what are some of the things that you offer to help people uh, who want to invest in themselves and be, be, become a great leader?
0: Absolutely. Thank you for asking, Moussa. I'm a big believer. All listeners, you know, I have coaches all the time, sometimes three at a time, because this is just a start. And for you to be successful, everyone, we need mentorship. We, we need it. And that's how the next level leaders accelerate things more powerfully. So if you want to connect with me um, and learn more, definitely connect with me on Instagram at the Jennifer Watson. But also too, I have many programs available. The two major ones is one on one with me. And you come in and there's a link that I can even give to Musa, which I believe I already given to him. It's just schedule a discovery call with me. See if there would be a good fit with you. And if it's not the one on one, my second is what I call my group program. Okay. It is truth unplugged and it's for leaders and entrepreneurs and thought innovators that want to take their message to impact at a more accelerated rate through their truth by speaking it by regulating their mental emotional spiritual health and accelerate their performance no matter the environment and this program is like none other I have done leadership programs, and I believe this is the one that can really help people speak their truth and get on the mat and make their message movement happen. So my one-on-one in my group program, Truth Unplugged, we're now onboarding several people at this point, and I would love to have the conversation with you. If you're interested, just connect with me at Instagram at The Jennifer Watson. There's a discovery call link there. We can also put it in the notes here. Um, That's probably the best way to reach me. I'm also active on LinkedIn at Jennifer Watson Leadership but definitely just connect with me let us know how you liked this episode we want to answer questions i really want to make sure you guys feel supported with this and get yourself to the next level no matter what
1: i love that and the greatest gift you can give jennifer i tell you this all the time is your is your time and your energy and and your most authentic Expression and you did that here. You're so authentic. It shows in everything you do. I love you I love all the work you do and i'm just so grateful to spend this time with you and share uh, These leadership traits and some of these important nuggets I hope people took notes if they didn't go back and re-listen to it because these are keys Key traits and key skill sets to elevate your life and and the better leader you are the better impact and greater impact and better way we can serve each other and our God's purpose here on earth. So thank you so much again, Jennifer, for coming back and and just being so amazing.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Musa. It's been an absolute honor. Love you.
1: That is all for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. If you found any value in this episode, someone you know will also. Please share, subscribe, leave a rating and review so we can reach more people, have a farther ripple and a larger impact. Stay grateful. I appreciate you. And remember, you are a conqueror.